a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. I am so glad you're with me on the program today. We're going to be uh, talking with my friend Yehuda Raymer, the uh, Pew Pew Jew, here in just a moment or two. I'll uh, fill you in on the uh, topic of discussion here in just a second. Before we do, though, Biden's America. Well, it's crushing us. You've got companies laying off tens of thousands of workers one after the other. Americans working two jobs just to get by. Inflation pushing hardworking families to the brink. Just look at the price of lunch me next time you go to the grocery store. And a digital dollar could be coming down the pipeline to completely destroy our way of life. The truth is, you need a plan. You know it, and I know it. And that is why you should call Gold Co. So you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They're a six-time Inc. 5000 winner, 2022 Company of the Year, with thousands of five-star reviews. And they've helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver right now, while supplies last. If you call them today, qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So don't wait. Call Gold Co. at 855 412 today. That's 855-412-3806. So you may have uh, hopefully ran across John Petrolino's story at Bearing Arms on uh, Wednesday, talking about the social media censorship we're seeing from uh, some Second Amendment folks, uh, Willis Lee from uh, NRA uh, among them. Um, now, you know, the uh, silencing of Second Amendment voices is nothing new on social media, right? I mean, we've seen policies enacted by uh, Meta uh, and uh, the uh, platform formerly known as Twitter that have and YouTube uh, that have demonetized or in some cases simply uh, prevented, uh, you know, gun stores from advertising uh, their products. In some cases, even, uh, you know, just mentioning that they exist seems to run afoul of these policies. But uh, Yehuda Raymer has actually had a different experience over the past couple of weeks. He's seen his audience grow, which I think is fascinating. So he's going to join us talking about uh, what exactly he has seen on social media and maybe a way to get around the uh, firewalls that are being erected trying to silence those Second Amendment voices. Take a look and a listen. Yehuda, it is good to see you, my friend. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely great to be here, Cam. And, and I'm really curious to get your insight because, you know, as you know, we've been seeing the uh, news about a lot of uh, 2A folks who are seemingly getting censored on social media, right? Their, their posts are all of a sudden coming up. You can't see this. You got to uh, click to specifically access it. They're being shadow banned. And, you know, I mean, we've seen this type of stuff for years, um, whether it's, you know, YouTube personalities getting demonetized because and, and again, we sometimes know why, sometimes we don't know why. What I find really interesting, though, is that you've actually been able to see some pretty amazing growth uh, on your social media channels. At the same time, others are saying, man, I'm, I'm getting shadow banned. So let's talk about your experience uh, over the past couple of months or so. Yeah, so it's interesting. It took me four and a half years to get to 20,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm going to use Instagram as my example because that's my main social media platform that I use. So it took me four and a half years to get to 20,000. You know, I did it all organically and I hit 20,000 in January. As of two minutes before the show, I'm now at 35,000, just under 35,000. Uh, I've gained close to 3,000 followers in less than a week. And 
I don't have a a a you know a magic spell that will obviously change it for everyone, but I know what I've done. Lot of trial and error uh, that that I've done has been working for me. And up until then, it's kind of been. I know I know fifteen thousand in in eight months is really good, but there have been periods in that fifteen in, in those eight months where I went six seven weeks with maybe 200 new followers okay and, and then all of a sudden you know it picks up and then it slows down uh so it, it's been it's been a, a roller coaster of a ride but i was talking to a friend of mine and he basically told me stop posting for two weeks give it two weeks no posts just disappear off social media and i did and about nine ten days into that and this was sorry. This was coming off of a dry spell. We're talking about I was stuck at thirty one thousand four hundred for probably six weeks, uh, okay. fluctuating in between there. And for nine days, I did not post. Not 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 a meme, not a video, not a story. I mean, we're talking about nothing. And towards nine days, all of a sudden, I see okay, you have a new follower. Okay, you've got five new followers. Okay, you've got 20 new followers. And out of nowhere, it just started rocketing up. Okay, so you're um, not posting content and you're gaining followers. Yes, I I stopped posting anything. I mean, we're talking about nothing. No, yeah. Not even, not even gun-related stuff. I just did not post. And it took about nine days and I started seeing an uptick of followers. And at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to keep it to two weeks, even though I'm getting followers, because if I'm getting more followers, not posting, I've got plenty of content that people can go through my Instagram account and see all my stuff. So nine days, I start getting followers. And then after two weeks, I posted a a meme and it did well. Um, probably, you know, a couple thousand likes, which is not bad. And the next thing I know is I posted a reel. And that reel went went off the rails. I mean, we're talking about a thousand new followers, give or take, off one reel. And it wasn't even like anything crazy. It was just like a a, a reel of like um, something gun related. I don't remember which one it was because I've been posting a ton of reels. Uh, it, nothing like it was gun related, but not in your face firearm related. And it just took off. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to start posting a little more. I started posting twice a day, and I saw my my um, interaction go down a little. So now I've been posting just once a day, usually evening time. And I've gone from 31,400 um, in July, uh, to, uh, from mid-July, to now, like I said, 35 basically 35.5 in about a month. And the, and, and, the, and the stuff you're posting now, once a day, this is gun-related content for the most part? Okay, so it is gun-related content, but what's interesting is, first off, I'm not doing any hashtags at all. Okay, okay. Because I found that when you're posting hashtags like self-defense and, and you know, Murica and gun this and AR-15 that, well, the algorithm or the AI or whoever the, you know, 
shadow overlords are, um, they see that and they're like, okay, they're posting about that. So it just pops up right to their red flag uh, folder, if you will. So I've not posted any hashtags at all with any of my posts. I've also stopped using the word gun, firearm. I've just changed it to pews. Um, you know, like, hey, uh, going to go get a new pew, going to go check out this new pew today. So I found that I've I've really stopped posting any terms with guns. And I, and I get it. I, I know a lot of people be like, well, well, you're just copping out and you're not fighting for the Second Amendment. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to beat the algorithm, right? Like that's, okay. that's what I'm Right. Like I'm trying to beat the algorithm so I can get my message out there. Um, and if I have and I have to if I have to play by the rules somewhat, I'm going to. So no hashtags. I've changed my my language. Um, and on top of that, anything that I'm posting is not no gun sales, but it's not even no gun sales. It's have you seen this new gun? Check out this raffle for this new gun. Look at this raffle. Look at this gun we're giving away. Like anything pertaining to giving someone a firearm in any way or any kind of firearm interaction, I've I've st- uh, steer clear of that. So this um, is this is interesting. By the way, I don't I don't see this as copying out. As you say, you're you're trying to figure out how to get around the the system, which does appear based on what you're talking about to be looking for those flags. Whether again we're talking about you know human moderators or the uh, algorithms, looking for those phrases, like or even just the word gun, uh, right. and when you know the algorithm sees that bloop, all of a sudden that's when all of a sudden the views start getting limited, right? And if you're posting maybe three, four, five, six times a day, uh, again, then you're going to be getting, uh, again, we don't know this because we're not allowed to open up the hood and see how the uh, the right. engine works here. But but it, it, that's what it sounds like, that the more you're posting about these uh, issues and the language that you're using, that's what is triggering these restrictions that we're seeing on other folks. Absolutely. And that's why I think when I stopped posting for two weeks, um, I was kind of telling the algorithm, hey, you guys win. I'm done. I'm out. Um, And they kind of like, okay, well, he's done posting. Maybe we won. So let's move on to our next victim. Um, So it's it's been interesting um again i don't know if this will work for everybody i know there are some people who are completely addicted as i once was it's actually amazing because i'm not like addicted as much anymore like you know i'm spending more time with my family which is fantastic but um it's been working for me i've kind of just been staying clear of all the red flags just trying to grow because, I mean, as you know, I have my whole brand, I have my books, and I really want to be able to, you know, support my family doing this. So I've kind of just been playing by their rules. But uh, when I see, when I see like a, a, a um, the, my, my followers start, you know, not picking up as fast as it was, I'll kind of just stand back for a day or two and maybe not post. And then- yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I, like I said, I have a buddy who he's a rapper, two hundred and something thousand followers, and 
he uh it's interesting he used to be anti-gun anti-everything he had a cousin of his that was killed in um miami uh, or in florida at the stone mary douglas um and in the last like two years he's like become absolutely as like conser- like politically conservative and rapping about you know god and anti-government stuff and he got dinged badly and he's like yeah man he goes my wife just told me stop posting and he said he didn't post for a month and he went from like like he got like thirty thousand new followers um and again i don't know if it's the algorithm algorithm saying hey we won they lost so we'll move on or take 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 them off the take them off the you know top ten most wanted list type of deal. Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the the, the figure out the whys of this is so difficult because again, uh, you know, these social media platforms um, don't let us peek under the hood and and see you know how this is operating. But what you're describing, you know, it's it's. I'm glad that you've been able to get around this by you know figuring out okay what words not to use. But when you are, let's say you're you know a Second Amendment organization that wants to alert its members about a a gun control bill, right? It's difficult for them to start using the word pew. I mean, it does seem like what we're seeing here, what you're describing is how you've been able to sort of get around this system. But at the same time, seems like, you know, what, what you're saying suggests that the system is actually trying to stifle Second Amendment voices. Do you believe that to be the case? Oh, 100 uh, percent. Absolutely. Um, look, this is what I'll tell you. I know FPC and GOA tend to be. Well, let's just say FPC tends to be. They take the boxing gloves off and bare knuckle. GOA is a little more. um you know, tailored with the suits and stuff. Um, but what they're posting about this, right? The, the boogeyman to every anti-gunner is the NRA. And we all know that the NRA has been hurting a lot. So whether we as the gun owners of, you know, America, not GOA, but like gun owners of America, whether we see the NRA in a bad light, NRA in a bad light or not, right? Like, hey, we stopped giving money to NRA until changes start getting made. The left doesn't see it that way. The left is like, no, NRA are the bad guys, plain and simple. NRA has been losing tons of members and followers and losing tons of money for a couple of years now. So they're going to go after the NRA no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even if the NRA loses all of its power, it's still the NRA. So that's where they're concentrating on. FPC and GOA, they don't have any power, right? Quote unquote, right? Like they don't have the same um, street cred, if you will, or at, at least among the gun grabbers and stuff like that as the NRA. Yeah, no, you're right. Gun, the gun control groups are actually trying to elevate the NSSF now to be the next NRA, right? Yeah, so, so the, you know, when they're when they're trying to you know isolate their enemies, they they started with the NRA. Now they're moving on to the NSSF. Um, and you know, listen, I mean, if FPC and GOA and SAF keep winning uh, court cases, then then maybe they get elevated to that you know public enemy number one status. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the way I see it. And again, my my analysis could be wrong. But you know, you see people like David Hogg and Gabby Gifford, uh, uh, Gabby Giffords, and and Shannon Watts, and you see all of them. You know, the NRA is the devil; it's the end all, be all of the country. 
But if you look, if you talk to most gun owners in America right now, they're like, yeah, we don't care about the NRA. We don't want to have anything to do with them. We're giving our money to SAF. We're giving our money to FPC, GOA, NSSF. Like that's where we're putting our money in because we're getting more results from them. So it's one of those things that the NRA is always going to be targeted. It's that, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, the NSSF, I've seen them put them on their radar. Um, I haven't seen like a all-out battle, maybe kind of like test, a, test their defenses, you know, a little skirmish here or there. But they're not going after the NSSF as much as the NRA still. And that's why I think you you don't see, and I'm sure the GOA and FPC are shadow banned to an extent, but there's a reason why it's not the same thing as the NRA. The NRA, they'll just, I mean, look, if Twitter beforehand was able to just kick Trump off, and whether you're a Trump fan or not, I don't care, but just kick a sitting president off of a social media platform, it's not hard for them to do it to, N- to the NRA. Right, no, absolutely. I mean, and look, I mean, ultimately, that's the thing. We're playing in their sandbox. Right. This is, you know, social media is not the public square as much as it might be the de facto version of a public square. It is still a private entity. Um, And so, again, they don't have to open up the hood and let us uh, take a look at the engine. Uh, But, you know, the games that are played, there are a lot of reasons why I'm not on social media. And I congratulate you, by the way, on uh, even if it was to grow your audience. It is a wonderful thing to actually, you know, touch grass and to uh, hang out with your family. Um, so that's not the only reason why I'm not on social media, but I, it was one of the reasons is that, you know what, this isn't my platform. This is not my account. Uh, this is Facebook's account. This is, you know, X's account or Twitter at the time. Um, and, and you know, I'm using this, it's got my name on it, but Hey, I'm not making any money off of it. Uh, you know, it's these companies that are driving the profit and they get to do with my account, what they want. And if it's, you know, uh, tweaking the algorithm to promote what it is that I'm saying, or to, you know, curb uh, views and to prevent people from seeing what I'm saying, that's going to happen. And we've seen that. But I'm encouraged that you've at least found a a temporary uh, workaround uh, and you've been able to do this sort of trial and error test because this is helpful to, you know, maybe not the major players who, who, again, probably have rules of their own, internal rules of their own that uh, they're being subjected to. But to those of us who want to use our voices to you know, educate others on the importance of our right to keep and bear arms, to share in this community of gun owners that we have. What you're doing, I think, is actually it, it's 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 pretty valuable insight. And I hope that others uh, will, you know, kind of follow your lead here and experiment on their own, um, because ultimately, at the end of the day, look, it's not a level playing field. And we know that it's never been a level playing field. Even when we were dealing with only the legacy media, we didn't have a fair shake. Right. The, the legacy media was almost exclusively anti-gun. Right. But it is still important for us to figure out a way to use our voices. And, and it sounds like you've been able to uh, to do that, uh, at least uh, in recent months. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this this interview doesn't bring you any undue attention. Uh, yeah. Yehuda, but uh, hey, but look, I appreciate it, it, you sharing your insight, it, man. It definitely comes with the territory. Right. You know, if 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 it brings some heat down on me. I mean, it is what it is. It, it's, you know, man plan, God laughs, right? So I, I'm just trying to do do what I think is right. Uh, I, I Well, I believe is right, not what I think, what I believe is right. Uh, you know, uh, last weekend I was called a Nazi and an illegitimate Jew. 
And uh, I get that from a lot of liberal Jews and stuff like that. And I, I'm here to show the country that not all Jews are anti-gun, that a lot of us are pro-Second Amendment. And, you know, we we appreciate and cherish the 2A. And um, if my message resonates, great. And if social media doesn't like my message and decides to get rid of me, uh, it'll be tough. Um, a lot of my income comes through social media, but you know, um, like I said, man plan, God laughs. So all I all I do is do what I'm doing and um, pray that uh, God continues to take care. Well, listen. Speaking of doing what you're doing, um, you and I, right before we uh, started uh, recording here, we were talking off air, and I, I don't know if you're ready to talk about it publicly yet, but. You've got another uh, another project coming out. Can you give us a little sneak peek of your next book? Yeah. So my next book is going to be it is a kid's book. It's uh, it, it's going to be a fantastic book for parents to sit down with their kids and really have a good time. Um, I don't want to get too much into it, even though it's halfway done. And and it's awesome. I, I've actually had a ton of companies um, sponsor different pages of the book. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, Sons of Liberty Gunworks, Modern Gun School. I'm waiting to hear back from Dead Air Silencers and uh, uh, some other big companies who are like, yeah, we want to get involved. So it, it's going to be a really fun book. Um, yeah. It, All right. When you're, listen, when you're ready to spill the beans, come back on Cam and Company and let's talk about absolutely. it. And we'll be able to hopefully show some of the artwork and stuff like that. I'm going to yeah, keep it no, as vague absolutely. as possible. All yeah, right. but uh, I I do know that my last book still is still um, driving people crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that one the the bullet points book was uh, that was a really fun one. That that was my that was my I should have thought about that project. You know, we always where we see someone come out with something, we're like, oh man, I should have thought about that. And bullet points was my I should have thought about that. So. Um, <laughs> It's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, listen, man, I really appreciate you spending some time with us today. Hopefully the uh, tips that you've given uh, our audience will uh, take to heart and uh, use them for their own. But uh, Yehuda, as always, man, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for what you do. And I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you again very soon. Sounds good, Cam. Thanks for having me. You bet. Yehuda Raymer, the Pew Pew Jew. You can find him on social media. Yes, you can. But uh, glad that he's with us here on Bearing Arms Cam and Company. Well, I'm really glad that Yehuda could join us on the program and, of course, uh, looking forward to talking to him again in the very near future. Right now, let's turn our attention to today's Armed Citizen story, our good deed of the day, and our recidivist report. We'll start there with a case out of Lawrence, Kansas, where a man who got probation after a rape conviction is now accused of violating that probation. Yeah, and this is not the uh, only case uh, that we've seen like this in Lawrence, Kansas. A jury convicted Ray Charles Atkins Jr., who was then 23 years old, on one felony count of rape in August of last year for an incident uh, back in 2019 in Lawrence when he was 19. The girl who was convicted of raping was 17. Senior Judge James Fleetwood, in November of last year, sentenced Atkins, or Atkins to a nearly 13 years in prison, but then suspended the entirety of that term to just five years probation. The Douglas County DA's office has appealed that sentence. Atkins appeared in the Douglas County District Court on Wednesday on a, a probation violation charge. According to the uh, uh, Lawrence uh, uh, World, the Lawrence Journal World, um, 
the probation violation has not yet been public, at least the nature of that violation, but he's now being held in jail without bond, and in his next court date on August 16th. As the uh, Journal World reports, his court appearance is the second one this month in which a man convicted of a sex crime who was given probation was back before a judge, having been accused of violating that probation. The other case, that of a guy named Trey Gibson, who was convicted of a sex crime against a child, sentenced in June of last year to 10 and a half years in prison, Judge Stacey Donovan suspended the entirety of that sentence to five years of probation. Again, the nature of uh, Gibson's alleged probation violation is not known, but he's due back in court on September 13th uh, for a hearing. Uh, This is, again... Really, really troubling. The DA has appealed Gibson's sentence as well, arguing that uh, in his case, as well as Atkins' case, the sentence was too lenient for such a serious crime and should have involved a prison term under the state sentencing guidelines. Yeah, when we're talking about rape, when we're talking about sexual offenses against a minor, when you're talking about prison sentences that originally resulted in more than a decade behind bars, but were then suspended to a few years probation by judges... This really is disturbing. And again, this isn't happening in Los Angeles County. This isn't happening in New York City or Seattle. This is happening in Douglas County, Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas, which might be the the Berkeley of Kansas, but still not the type of place where you'd expect to see these sorts of policies. So again, these light sentences can happen anywhere. Red states, blue states, states with, you know, Soros-led uh, DA, states with, uh, or districts with supposedly tough-on-crime uh, district attorneys. Uh, but in this case, again, two individuals convicted of sex crimes, accused of violating the very lenient probationary terms that they were given uh, in just the span of a month. Today's Armed citizen story from San Antonio, Texas, where uh, police say car, a car owner uh, confronted and shot a suspected vehicle thief at an apartment complex after the thief held a gun to his girlfriend's head. Uh, at least that's what the uh, uh, armed citizen is saying. Uh, this happened just a few hours ago, so we don't have a lot of information. Thursday morning, just before 4 a.m., according to police, a man saw someone pulling on door handles uh, and trying to steal his Kia. Lisa, the man and his girlfriend, then went downstairs and confronted the suspected burglar, who was with two women. The two men exchanged words. The uh, car owner says the burglar told him to give him the keys, which were upstairs in his apartment. Man told police that the burglar was holding his girlfriend at gunpoint when he returned to the apartment and then fired at the suspect from the balcony. The suspect hit in his buttocks, shoulder, and back by the gunfire. The uh, two men who were with the man ran from the scene. The uh, wounded man taken to the Brook Army Medical Center. He is expected to recover from his injuries. Investigators say they found evidence of other cars being tampered with, including a broken car window on one of the vehicles. They did not find any damage to the armed citizen's car. Uh, But again, it appears as if uh, that individual was uh, in the process of uh, breaking in when he was discovered. Uh, According to KSAT, it's unclear this time if any charges are expected to be filed against the shooter. The investigation is ongoing. If... The uh, circumstances are as the armed citizen described, then I would anticipate no charges will be filed. He was acting in defense of his girlfriend who was being held at gunpoint by this guy. But we will keep our eyes open for any more information. Again, this is preliminary information and uh, things are subject to change as more details become available. Finally today, in the right place, at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing, a uh, young girl from Portland, Tennessee who is uh, being credited with saving her neighbor's life. Yeah, nine-year-old 
Penny Waddell. Uh, and uh, there's a, a picture of young Penny, along with uh, several uh, law enforcement officers there in Portland, Tennessee. It was about a month ago when uh, Penny went to visit her uh, neighbor. Uh, she does often. She'll go over. She'll have a popsicle. This time, though, when she went to the door, her neighbor didn't answer. So she stepped inside the home and found her uh, neighbor collapsed on the floor, uh, blood present on the scene. Penny then ran back to her house to get her mom uh, to get her mom's friend to call for help. Uh, Portland City officials said in a Facebook post it was determined that her friend had been in that condition for several hours and that Penny's actions likely saved her neighbor's life. Uh, we, on behalf of the city of Portland, acknowledge and thank Penny for her wise action in helping her neighbor. Congratulations to Penny. We are humbled by her bravery and compassion. Uh, her quick thinking and caring heart exemplify the true spirit of community we cherish in Portland. Penny, they write, you are a shining example to us all. So again, in the right place at the right time. We'll be able to do the right thing for a neighbor in need. Penny Waddell there in uh, Portland, Tennessee. We thank you for your very, very good deed. Now, that is all the time we've got for you on this edition of Barry and Arms Cam and Company. I want to thank you, however, for being a part of the program, and I would encourage you to uh, continue visiting BarryandArms.com throughout today, tomorrow, and the weekend for all of the latest Second Amendment news and information from all across the nation. Uh, not only am I writing there, but uh, we've got great contributors like Tom Knight and John Petrolino, Ranjit Singh, uh, all lending their voices and uh, sharing news that you need to know when it comes to your right to keep and bear arms. If you like what you see, Ryan Petty as well. I forgot to mention Ryan, uh, who uh, just had a, a piece yesterday talking about David Hogg's new pack. Mm -hmm. And if, again, you like what you see at Bearing Arms, I would encourage you to become a VIP or VIP Gold member. All you have to do, go to bearingarms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNRIGHTS, and you can get a significant savings on your VIP membership. As our way of saying thanks for showing your support, we're going to give you exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. New stories, opinions, analysis that matter just like your support for what we do. So thank you again. All right, we'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend. Be well, be safe, and be free.